Welcome to Bellwether Friends, definitely not the first podcast featuring a discussion on pop culture and why we think you should like what we like. And you should trust us because we're librarians. Every couple of weeks, Anna and I will get together with tea for her and wine for me and chat about a couple of pop culture topics, what we think and how we feel. We'll end the show with our current obsessions. And who are we? I'm Carolyn, a librarian living in Chicago who watches way too much TV. And I'm Anna, a librarian in Western Massachusetts who thinks a lot about romance novels and romance novel covers and book titles and so on. So this is, it's actually a lot more fun doing it where I can see your face (laughs) because I can see when you start gazing off into the distance (laughs) as you think about romance books covers well i used to draw them actually like um mock ones so i would have like you know um david a structural engineer in brazil and um wanda the assistant who turns out to be a princess in disguise or whatever and then i would like sketch their clinch also so i would write the description and then i would draw the cover i don't know where any of those are oh my god you need to find those <laughs> probably in the garage i could draw some new ones though i haven't oh yeah lost the ability to do so <laughs> you should what you should do is take a like one-liner subject sort of suggestions and then draw them based on that i was well if i drew them now they'd probably be more girl girl romance <laughs> covers <laughs> That was a more innocent time. Aw. Was it the 80s? No. The 80s were not innocent. We learned all about that earlier tonight. So, um, so yeah. So, let's talk about what we did tonight. Uh, well, we made the ill-advised comment last time about not ever watching Flashdance. So then we made the ill-advised decision to let people vote on whether we should watch Flashdance. And of course, people, all three of them, who voted. <laughs> Thanks a lot, you Thanks, guys. guys. You know who you are. Uh, <laughs> voted that we should watch it. And I hope they're happy with what they produced. You know, I've made some really terrible decisions in my life. But that movie, <laughs> watching that movie was... Oh, ranks right up there. Um, it was... Horrible. I keep, I'm trying to find redeeming qualities because that's what I do. Okay. So you like the dog. I like the dog also. I did like the I dog. I like the, the glitter. I felt like that was an homage to our children's librarian friends. Um, I like welding as a general concept. <laughs> it's useful. I kept trying to it- figure out what the movie was about and maybe mm-hmm. I shouldn't have done that. Maybe I should have just gone with it as a series of kind of disconnected vignettes about people's lives. So sometimes it's an ice skating movie. Sometimes it's a welding movie. Sometimes it's about the dangers of going into abandoned buildings with your boss movie. Who's also your boyfriend. Yeah. That seems like an, uh, yeah. Yeah. I think we can safely, say that Flashdance should continue to fade into the movie history of the 80s and never return. Well, I I think I've seen 
like the the key images like where she drops the water on herself or where she like is auditioning and the one where she's mm-hmm. practicing and mm-hmm. I feel like that four minutes tops <laughs> is maybe the best part of the movie it's like when you see the trailer of something and it's all the yeah. parts of the movie and then you see the whole movie and you're like well I knew exactly what was going to happen that I was going to like from the trailer and I didn't really need to spend two hours so, at least this one was only an hour and a half, but we did lose Beth. We did. We early on, too. <laughs> we lost Beth, who was the most enthusiastic about it. I know. It and was a little surprising, I know, but... I was a, I was sad that we lost her, but we had Surly Spice. We had us, and we had um, Amy, who was not live-tweeting, but was responding enthusiastically yeah, no, was... to everything. I think she's fun. watched the movie more times than many of us have which would be one, one two, or more five <laughs> i don't know does it count as you watching it if you were asleep no no i don't think so it's kind of like no. does it count have you been in a state if you've just been in the airport in that state right right well like did you have to get do you have to step out of off the plane like what if you I just have like the stopover, but I you don't feel change like plans. unless you exit the airport, you haven't okay. really been in this state. Unless you jump around uh, on the ground outside the airport. Yeah, I mean, just you briefly. just walk out the doors and <laughs> touch a taxi or something and then come back in. <laughs> and you've totally been outside, therefore, you breathe the air of that state. Oh, well, that's all it is then. Okay. Yeah. That's just me, though. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that, um... We don't really have a lot to say about Flash Dance. Because... No. Yeah. Okay. It was very 80s. It was very 80s. Yeah, the hair. The clothes. <laughs> the, dancing. the dancing. The dancing was very 80s. It seemed yeah. painful, the dancing. It's... <laughs> and I couldn't even enjoy the body parts on display. <laughs> <laughs> Because I was too worried about their health. And <laughs> I was worried about injury, the potential for injury. The strobe, if, like if that strobe thing happens nightly, that doesn't seem good for anyone. <laughs> but I did have a revelation that that might be the origin of the words, the flash dance. See, the flashing lights and the dancing. But maybe... Maybe it's just, that's another word for stripping. I don't know. I'm really... Except it was a terrible strip club. Yeah, there was a lot less stripping there than at the one that she rescued her um, friend from. Which, at some point during the movie, I just got so um, disenchanted with the whole thing that I started cruising the internet. And I found out that the woman who plays the ice skating best friend actually had, like, a brain aneurysm and died when she was 30. Oh, my God. I know. That brings a whole level of tragedy to this (laughs) performance. It's her legacy. Uh, This movie. I'm sorry. (laughs) It would have been, I actually, if it had been all about her and her ice skating dreams and then failing at nationals or whatever the heck that, I I don't even know what competition that was. 
Pittsburgh Stars on Ice. I'm not sure. <laughs> and then turning to stripping and then being rescued by her lover, Jennifer Beals. <laughs> I would have been... That's a way better movie. Right? Someone hire me. <laughs> We're going to remake Flashdance. It's going to be about ice skating and lesbians. <laughs> <laughs> so much better. I'm going to rename the uh, Flashdance 2. What would be the sequel title? More flashier dance. <laughs> Colder. Colder. Glitter yeah. dance. <laughs> but I felt like they had too many plots going, so they had like the stand up comic guy who left and came back sudden suddenly both times. <laughs> and then the ice skating lady and then her mentor or whoever that lady was who died and the boss. And his ex-wife and her mom, who really is the sad lady from 80s movies. She just has that face. I thought that was the friend's mom. See, there was no clarity here. I don't know who anyone was. It took me three quarters of the way through the movie to figure out what Jennifer Beals' name even was. (laughs) Aw, it was on her welding helmet. Well... (laughs) Sorry. I was just thinking of her as her character in the L word for a bunch of the movie, so Yeah, yeah. Uh you'll have to forgive me. No, no, no. Whatever gets you through flash dance gets you through I think the end that of flash the, dance. The group live tweeting experience got me through flash dance and I feel like we should do it again. I'm not sure whether we should do it with another bad movie. <laughs> So that we can make fun of it, or a good yeah. movie, so that we could enjoy it with others. I think you can enjoy a bad movie if it's a good bad movie, if that makes sense. Yes. This was not a good bad movie. They're so bad it's right. good. Right. Like this Logan's Run, for example. Have you oh, that's a good that? one. Yeah. yeah, a long, long, long Maybe time ago. watch that. <laughs> Surly Spice voted for Cutting Edge, and I believe Beth was voting for... Adventures in Babysitting. Yes, and I was actually thinking I wanted to watch a really good dance movie, so I was thinking of a, a chorus line. Oh, now that's a good movie. Yeah. Did you watch? Yeah. The, and one I haven't did seen. Did you watch the movie that's like about the making of Chorus Line? No. I forget what it's called. I'll look it up. Okay, we can watch that one after Chorus Line, yeah. and then we can have a a bellwether friends. Let's all go to the live. Production of course. I love a chorus line. Like I had the tape and I played it over and over and over and over again. Yeah, I, I think know. I need to it's... play it for my child. Right uh, now, right now. Right now? Yeah. Is he asleep? I will, no, he's. he's, he's <laughs> tired I will play Dance Ten Looks Three. <laughs> that was always my favorite. What can I say? <laughs> predictable. Nothing if not predictable. <sighs> God, I love that show. Yeah, we should definitely do that. First line, so much better than Flashdance. Bellwether Friends approved. <laughs> we'll just put out our own uh, set of DVDs with a little sticker on it. Right. With the sheep. Exactly. Yeah. I think that'll be perfect. Mm-hmm. That's it. So, All right. should we wrap yeah, up ahead. our Flashdance coverage? Let's let's wrap it up. Um, I really didn't like her boss boyfriend in any of the scenes he was in. I did not 
like him, I thought maybe he would be the antagonist. But then there was that guy <laughs> who played Mr. Body on Clue, who was the antagonist. But then even he wasn't that much of an antagonist. I guess the enemy was... Um... Pittsburgh. Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> the enemy was the city. The city And her itself. soul. Yeah. Okay. Well, on that note... <laughs> We should have a series called um, We Watched It So You Don't Have To, and Flashdance will be the first one on the list. Okay, okay. I'm going to write that down. I have a, see, I think I, I have read a couple of romance novels that I have put under that column. Perfect. Excellent. Yeah. All right, so the other thing we wanted to talk about today was... Um, Legos and specifically Legos for friend or for girls, the Lego Friends series, right? Yes, and I have so much to say about this, so maybe you should go first. <laughs> I do. I do well, first want to say you can see me pointing now. Um, I can that we both know that the plural of Lego is not Legos; it is Lego bricks. Or whatever, but we are not going to say Lego bricks. We're going to say Legos because we're rebels. So don't write. Yes, exactly. I'm going to agree. <laughs> There's a lot of argument on the internet about what the plural of Lego is. Oh, okay. God, the internet. Okay, but we're just going to call them Legos for the sake of simplicity. Right. Okay, thank you. Um, what do I want to say about Legos, uh, and specifically Lego Friends... So, um, regular listeners will know that I have a, an almost nine-year-old daughter who adores Legos, but she really, really, really likes Lego Friends. Um, she was doing Legos before the Friends stuff came out, but when she saw it, um, it, I don't think that necessarily like the colors or, you know, everything that they wore with the skirts and the curly hair, I don't think it was that so much as the situations that they put the dolls in, if that makes sense, appeal to her. So there was one who was... Maybe you should um, clarify that, because that's... Does that not make any sense at all? No, it just... <laughs> I was like, it sounds kind of like, you know, one of them is in peril because there's a boulder rolling down here or something. You know what I mean? Like oh, 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 oh. Not those kinds of situations. Well, one has, one is in a band. Um, one has um, a vet. Is that one is a vet? We have Olivia. Yes. She totally has a lab. Yes, there's a lab. There's one who does magic. She has a magic show. Oh, yeah. There is Emma has a martial like arts one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, well, and that was the other thing too. There's a there's a character named Emma. Right. So. It was it was instant love. But what she does is she plays with them the way other kids play with regular Legos. And she just, you know, takes them all apart and puts them all together in weird ways and then adds in all of her other sets and makes it hers. Um, so I need to go back in time <laughs> to when I was young. Okay. And I was obsessed with Legos. I am 30, almost 37 years old. So I probably started about 30 years ago. And, you know, I went, I went through, I have all my Legos still. 
I went through the sets. I had one female figure. She has no legs. She has like a triangle for a skirt. And she has like a weird lips. And I don't know when she came out. Probably the late 80s or early 90s. I don't We're going to put a picture on the show page so you can see her gloriousness. I want to see these lips. Yeah, they're lovely. <laughs> and um, I'm, I'm looking over at my Legos now for inspiration. But as a as a girl growing up as a tomboy, I didn't really notice like the lack of girls. And the and the fact is that their faces are just yellow and smiley. So you uh-huh. could you could pretend they were girls, or you could not pretend they were girls. It's only in the last ten, fifteen years, or whatever, that they've made mostly boy faces. So they have scruff, and they have stubble, and they have beards, and they have mustaches, and they're just clearly, obviously going to be men because they have facial hair and that's how they distinguish between them and I feel like for every set that Lego makes that has that is generic like a fire station or a hospital Mm -hmm. or whatever they should have half of the characters be male and half of them be female it's not that hard where the big problem lies I think is that Lego is making most of its money now with franchise stuff so like Mm -hmm. Star Wars and Harry Potter or whatever. And all those franchises problematically don't have female characters. So the Legos aren't going to have female characters either. So then they decide to overcompensate by doing Lego friends. And I was reading an article that someone wrote on this that made a very good point, which is you don't compensate for a lack of representation in one group by making a complete lack of representation in a new group. Like there should be boys in the friends. (laughs) It's true. (laughs) uh, Yeah. It's frustrating. So my child is male. He's almost five. He has a friend set or two and they get played with, but he can't switch the figures between each other. Like, her torso won't fit on the legs of a, nor- like, quotation marks, normal Lego person. Her yeah, they're not re- regular Legos. Right, yeah. They're not interchangeable. So they're, like, all entirely mm-hmm. different species. So let's let's encourage <laughs> children to think <laughs> that females are an entirely different species that they can't, like, wear armor or they can't do anything cool. They're just, like... Pet caretakers or whatever vets is, right? <laughs> so they have the sweet shop. That is very frustrating because I, you know, I see him absorbing gender crap at school, and then he comes mm-hmm. back and he's like, you know, this one's a boy and this one's a boy and this one's a boy, and I'm like, why is that? <laughs> why do they all have to be boys? And he's like, because they just are. And I'm like, well. All the ones that I put together are going to be girls. So what I did was, you know, I have about, we have like a hundred minifigures at least, um, between, you know, what I carried with me from 30 years or 15 years of getting a Lego set every Christmas and birthday, um, plus his. So I, I went on the Lego website and I bought 30 or 40 or 50 Female heads. Okay. Because you can buy individual Lego pieces. Yeah. And I swap them out for the old school, like, smiley face heads. So right now I've got about a third 
obviously male heads and about a third, obviously female heads and about a third neutral smiley face heads. <laughs> Androgynous. <laughs> Androgynous, normal Lego heads. And we can, we could talk all we wanted to about how they're all yellow and not any other color. That's a different podcast. But yeah. um, I feel like I shouldn't have to go to those lengths to make gender parody among Lego figures. <laughs> <laughs> but it is possible. I think that you have created a really interesting way of dealing with it, though. Um, I So Emma only has... I'm trying to think if she has any um, male minifigs. And she doesn't have a lot of sets that came with people other than the Lego friends. Like, she has a lot of the builder sets, so it's just the buildings. Um, but I know that every now and then she would get a couple of just, like, the minifigs and the little packages and so she has like a pirate and like a weird uh like guy from the ymca he's this weird like construction cop the village from the people? 70s yeah <laughs> um so we haven't had a lot of discussions about that I, there is one guy that she has and that is always either the dad or the boyfriend or the husband or the you know he's like this one sad man that fulfills all male roles in her lego world um but it reminds me a lot of when i was little and i didn't do legos i did barbies and i had maybe 30 or 40 barbie dolls and i had maybe two ken dolls and I remember my parents talking about it, but at the time that wasn't an issue for me. You know, it was like, well, there's a lot of girls and just one guy and he'll come around every now and then, and then he'll leave. And that sounds girls like, keep having a party. I really like this utopian <laughs> society that you created. Um, but I, you know, I think that it, you have that kind of gender disparity that you were talking about where in order to make up for a lack of representation in one area, you completely overcompensate in another. And Barbies are very much the same way. It's mostly girls. Um, the men are... Uh, Negligible? Kind of, yeah, like afterthoughts. Like real life. So. <laughs> but they, they don't carry the same weight, even in terms of design or concept, that the women... The, or I should say the female dolls do. So I'm not sure. I'm not sure what to make of that. Um, I think it's the same for boys. Um, toys, you know, like uh, Star Wars action figures or G.I. Joe. What about G.I. Joe? Right? Wasn't there like one girl? Yes. I had G.I. Joe dolls also. Action figures, I mean. Of course. Yeah, no. Not the dolls. I did have a Barbie. And I... So I used to make parachutes for my G.I. Joes and throw them off the balcony. And I did that for Barbie, too. She parachuted with the guys. Why not? And why not? I don't know who gave me a Barbie. <laughs> they were probably thinking it might help with my femininity or something. Someone who didn't know you. Here. You're a girl. You appear to have feminine characteristics. Not really. <laughs> Your parents tell me you're a girl. <laughs> As you take a drink from your pink water cup. Hey, hey. 
<laughs> I'm comfortable in my sexuality, and I am fine with pink accessories. What color is your bow tie? I is have... it purple or is it silver? Well, I have four bow ties. Oh, I was thinking of the sparkly. It's the sparkly silver. one. Oh, okay. So I think that the, the gender toys are an issue that many people have been talking about, but that I have, having a small child, am obviously mm-hmm. concerned about. Like, when mm-hmm. we were kids, there wasn't as much of an issue. There were just Duplo or whatever. <laughs> they had square people. <laughs> I have them upstairs. I keep everything. Have I mentioned that? <laughs> But it's, you know, my child is very into weapons and armory and such, but he also is not averse to watching My Little Pony. He made us watch Sabrina, the Teenage Witch animated series the other day. Oh, how was, we should do a live tweet of that. How was that? (laughs) Well, it was about how they, um wanted to cast a spell to make themselves thinner and that didn't work out for them. <gasps> what? Right? <laughs> so I think it might have been a little over his head, but I decided he could make his own choices. Uh, and the moral of the story was, I'm going to spoil it for everyone out there. So they <laughs> cast a spell to make themselves thinner and that made and that made them like tiny Lilliputian. Uh, yeah. So it turned out that the moral of the story was just be happy with yourself the way you are, which I think is fine for any age. Yeah, absolutely. That shouldn't have gone over his head. That I whole hope not. be comfortable with with yourself. Be comfortable. He does like to tell me that I can't be perfect. No one can be perfect. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. I know, right? The, you know, what I was thinking that the the issue with toys and distinguishing genders and you know what's a what's a toy for girls and what's a toy for boys I remember being so 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 very careful with Emma when she was little about not trying to in any way you know what definitely not saying it overtly but trying not to um make any sort of implication about who could play with what toy but she got it all anyway. I know. It's, it's like, comes from delivery or something. I don't understand. It's so strange. It's really, really bizarre. And so now I've given up that fight, whatever. But now I've been working really hard on things like body image. And um, that also, I you know, I try really hard not to say anything about me, um... And how I feel about my body, unless it's positive. Um, we don't talk about the way other people look. Um, we just, you know, we talk about being active and healthy and eating well um, for our bodies, like internally, but not anything about our appearance. And it's still, she still talks about it. Well, I mean, that's, do the best that you can. Um, I remember... Um, being really frustrated at the picture books that I would get from the library that would be about trucks or dinosaurs or whatever. Trucks or dinosaurs not having any sex gender assignment in general. 
But, like, Usually. all the characters would be, like, boy trucks, except maybe sometimes they would throw in a token girl truck. So I would just change the sex of half of them. <laughs> As you were As reading As I was it. reading. And I would have to, mm-hmm. like, you know, kids at that age hear it a couple of, you know, they'll make you read the same thing a few times, so I'd have to remember, like... Was it was it the iguanodon that I said was a girl? I don't I don't know. <laughs> but it's 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 pervasive and annoying. Pervasive and annoying. I don't understand why we can't have representation that equals the representation of real life. Is it that complicated? I wouldn't think so. No, but it seems to be. Yeah, I don't know. Um I don't know. I feel like this is maybe leading us down a path to uh, um, something a little bit deeper than pop culture, but it's it's definitely something that exists uh, in every sort of medium that we encounter. Um, You know, there are just little 11-minute cartoons that Emma watches, and there will be a throwaway line and you think, Oh my God, you know? And so I have to, do I react to that? Do I talk about it afterwards? Do I ignore it? Did it go over her head? Does she completely not understand the fact that it, you know, it's, you don't want to be the mom that interrupts every time and is like, okay, well we need to talk about what just happened in the last 10 minutes of your life. <laughs> it does have to do with pop culture though. So for example, I I have an irritation with superhero movies because they mm. will make 900 Batman, Superman movies before they'll ever make me a Wonder Woman movie. Yeah. So I'm not going to go see those movies. It's a waste of time and money for me to go see something that obviously doesn't value my time and money. <laughs> I think so. Just go watch dudes talk to other dudes <laughs> that's the farthest thing from what i want <laughs> unless they're getting it on in which case it's fine <laughs> see and people get really mad at me when i'm watching a movie with two dudes and then i say kiss kiss i kiss. was saying that to jennifer Beals and her ice skating friend today <laughs> but they didn't and then she fell on I the know. ice if she'd given her a kiss maybe she wouldn't have fallen in in the new remake, it's going to be different. But I so yes, I am I am not going to spend any money on superhero movies that are about dudes until you get me. I think I said three Wonder Woman movies. So you're not going to go see the new Superman versus Batman, no. even though it's supposed to have Wonder Woman. Nope, I am going to wait for someone to clip out all the Wonder Woman scenes and put them on YouTube, and I'm going to watch those and be happy with it. And that is going to be all that I would go to the movie for anyway. Tumblr. Yeah. (laughs) Tumblr will have it. Although, hopefully it'll be more than can be easily tumbled. I guess I'm too optimistic. It's probably only going to be 40 seconds of Wonder Woman. Oh, I'm not optimistic at all. It's going to be terrible. <laughs> it is going to be terrible. But so, you know, this is the whole pop culture thing, and I'm sure we'll talk about it again. But honestly, on Tumblr or 
and fans are the most passionate and crazy fans are often female. They spend a load of money. I'll have to bleep that out. Remind me to do that. <laughs> I didn't even know. I know. Sorry. Mm. Um, they spend a lot of money and think of how much more money they would spend if they were actually watching something that was even remotely resembling female experience. That would be cool. They could make so much money. This is a huge market opportunity that all the studios are missing because the guys will probably still go. I don't, you know, and then you'll also get all the women to go. That seems like yeah. twice as many people. <laughs> Which, you know, is just simple math when it comes to money. We're all about simple math here. <laughs> we don't do the hard stuff. <laughs> we are really off course, but I hope that people uh, listen, tune in to us for our digressions. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'm just thrown off by the the whole flash dance thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It was deeply disturbing. It was. So, it could be in a bad place. Oh, yes. Sorry. <laughs> you can blame our three listeners for that. So I, you know, I try to, what I try to do with Legos now is buy sets that have female characters if I can, or buy like individual minifigures that are females and I have purchased my child some of the friends sets and I will probably still do that I just am irritated that I even have to think about it well and I think that's what it comes down to there shouldn't be a reason for you to notice a difference like why are there not as many women as there are men in this set and they did release that new set of three female scientists, which sold out immediately. And, right. you know, you could argue that that's overcompensating or whatever, and they're all white or whatever you want to argue. But they should look at that and see a market opportunity as a corporation, and they should try to capitalize on it. Yeah, well, clearly, if it sold out that fast then there's definitely a demand for more. Right. All right, well, come tell us what you think about um, Legos and Lego bricks and, <laughs> and, and the dearth of uh, female Lego characters available. And um, Flashdance, if you feel and, the urge. Oh, God, and Flashdance, or not, or just run away. Run away. No, um, but how... you got to run away and, like, point at the same time. <laughs> Oh, no one can see that. Oh, we should have recorded that. Um, (laughs) But let us know what you think, and and let us know if you um, are a parent, how you are dealing with that kind of gender disparity with the toys, or if you have seen great examples of it as well. Um, So let's talk about our obsessions. Anna. Oh, you want me to go first? Okay. what, What are you obsessing about? Okay, so on a previous obsession topic... Mm-hmm. Lumberjanes number five just came out. It's excellent. Yeah. And mm-hmm. at the end of each issue is a list of songs as if a character has made a playlist. But if you go oh on Spotify, God. there's a Spotify list of all of them called Lumberjanes All the Things. So you oh can just my God. and it's an excellent 
playlist. This is a recommendation for that. Um, last week, I borrowed our Twitter account and watched Tank Girl. Based That's right. On our <laughs> Lori Petty discussion <laughs> that we had uh, in an earlier episode. We have so many. Mm-hmm. Could have been into one of the earlier episodes. <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to recommend Tank Girl as a, uh, maybe a so bad it's good movie. Oh, okay. All right. Um, it's really weird adaptation from the comic and it yeah. includes like comic pieces in it where they didn't have the budget to do certain things. <laughs> I think that's the logic, but I don't know. It's just a very strange movie, but it was enjoyable okay. to rewatch. I have it on VHS. And nice. the last thing is, I am listening to a book I really, really love called The Countess Below Stairs by um, Ava Ibbotson, and it's really charming, awesome, post-World War One romance, I guess you want to call it, like, um, if you like... I'm trying to find it. I'm trying to book talk this. It's not going to work. <laughs> if you like Downton Abbey uh-huh. era. Okay. If you like books in which almost all the characters are charming and just sort of well-defined with a few lines and oh, where everything okay. turns out fine in the end. And oh, okay, yeah. So yeah. the 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 main character is named Anna, which is another oh. recommendation, and she <laughs> is a Russian countess who ends up being a housemaid in a British house, and like oh. sort of changes everyone's lives by her existence in the house. And then the lord of the house comes home from war, and he's engaged to this other woman. Anyway, <gasps> I recommend it. Oh. I'm listening okay. to it. It's good. It's narrated by Davina Porter, who I think is narrating your Outlander. Yeah. Also. That's right. Oh my God. So, <laughs> go Davina Porter. That's Does awesome. she do a Russian accent? Yeah. So she has Anna do a Russian accent. Her roll, her R's roll a little bit when she's excited or upset. <laughs> I'm just saying. That's like a lot of attention to character detail. Right. Yeah. No, that's good. She's a pro. That's awesome. Very good. Um. I spent a lot of time today trying to figure out what I was obsessed with and all the things I was coming up with were the things that I was obsessed with last week and the week before because I'm still listening to Outlander because it's very long. Uh, We're still watching Once Upon a Time because there are three seasons. Uh, um, I'm still listening to the Guardians of the Galaxy soundtrack on Spotify. uh, Mr. Mercedes? I did. And I did finish it. It was uh, okay, just like <laughs> the rest okay. of the book. It was, it was okay. What are you reading um, now? I was gonna tell you, but I forgot the name. But I'll put it on the blog. Um, <laughs> it's the House of and it's <laughs> well. There aren't any books that start with the House of, like the House of Mirth or the House of Spirits. No, it's... the House of the Seven Gables. It's brand new. Okay. Um, actually, and it was recommended on Twitter by Daniel Krauss, um, who's a YA horror writer. 
And he recommended it as a very, very, very scary book that he had just read. So I immediately requested it from the library because I like very, very, very scary books. And um, it's about a girl, a woman, sorry, who works for um, kind of an antiques appraiser. And she goes out to a house um, to take a look at an estate. Well, it's... There could be serial killers. There are dolls. Oh my god. There are dolls. Oh my god. And puppets. Ew. Oh yeah. And taxidermy. There should be a TV movie, I think. Based on Oh, this this, this would be a great TV movie. If only you could remember the name. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be on the blog. But I so I'm reading that right now and it it's it's good. It's very atmospheric. Um but there's I have to put it down every now and then and, and go read, you know, like, um, Pinterest <laughs> to go, like, cleanse my mind. Okay, okay. <laughs> but, so, I was thinking today what I'm obsessed with, and, um, I had to come up with, um, a season. So I, I don't have a pop culture obsession this week. I am obsessed with um, a season. So it's finally turning cooler here, and it's fall, and there's football, and I baked today, which I never do in the summer because who wants to turn on the oven? Yeah. Um, and it it was just my kids going back to school tomorrow. Everything is feeling good. So it's fall. Yay, That's fall. what I'm obsessed I, about right I can now. Get behind yeah. that one. I'm obsessed with mm. that because my birthday is in less than a month and that's the main way that I say it's fall. <laughs> Everyone can celebrate. My birthday. <laughs> it's all I care about. It's the only well, holiday yeah. I care about. Um, we should have a special podcast for your birthday right we should only talk about things i want to talk about which is somehow uh-huh. different than what we're doing now i'm, I'm not sure <laughs> well we have special guests oh yeah we have call-in people <laughs> let's do a call-in show for my birthday just call in and ask a question and we will answer it and you have to say happy birthday right okay yeah. i'll work on getting our 1-800 number set up <laughs> So yeah, so not not too much in the way of obsessions this week, but that's okay. That's okay. Thanks for listening. Yeah. So I <laughs> thank you for listening. I'm Carolyn. You can find me all over the internet at Paper Squared. P A P E R S Q U A R E D. I'm Anna, and you can find me online at Helga Grace. H E L G A G R A C E on most major social networks but primarily on twitter and our in and out music was provided by the lovely julie jurgens you can find her on twitter at hi miss julie h-i-m-i-s-s-j-u-l-i-e bye bye
Oh, such professionals.